Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we had so much fun last last week, uh, nominating the mid-year films for 2020. Uh, we're transitioning, and we're going to do, starting in 2000, we're going to re-nominate every one of the big categories. So we're going to give you five nominees, and we're going to give a potential new winner, could be the same winner, um, as we do... Um, through for, for supporting actor, supporting actress, actor, actress, director, and best picture. As always, I am joined by Mr. Hot Dog Man is a sports. Jacob, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, uh, glad to be back. Jealousy went on vacation, but we're here now. Yeah, we had an interesting conversation, which I would like to introduce uh, regular to the show now. And I wanted to announce this. I was going to have her introduced, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw her in here whenever I get a chance because she's on my side. So we might host the show more regularly together without you because she decided that hot dog eating is not a sport. Um, Kenzie, welcome back to the show and welcome to the team here. You're going to join us each and every week. So I'm excited about that as well. Thanks, guys. I'm so excited. And um, it's still not a sport. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Get, get Matt on. <laughs> oh, joining us again as well by your Call Me By Your Commentary podcast, which if you haven't listened to it yet, please do, because it is amazing. I actually listened to um, the Barry episode on the way down to Florida the other day. I loved it. I can't wait to go on the show. We've got something brewing for that in the near future. Obviously, on the show is Hannah Ringwald. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Now, also, okay. I think hot dog eating could be a sport. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so oh, she lasted very long. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Well, this is the last time Hannah will be on the show. <laughs> Currently looking Sorry. for a new host of the Call Me by Your Commentary podcast. <laughs> And of course, joining us this week, first time guest of the show, but co-host on the of a show on the Drive-In Podcast Network, the Fantasy Football Roundtable. Make sure to check that out. Mr. Matthew Fox, how are you, buddy? Good, good. I feel like I got added because we needed somebody who uh, who could make their own movie decisions in the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we were talking about that off the air. Uh, let's go around real quick. Uh, I was... 14 in the year 2000. Jacob, how old were you? Uh, I was two turning three. <laughs> Kenzie? I turned nine the last month. <laughs> uh, Hannah? Yeah, your Yours was strong here. Uh, I was negative one. Negative. So. <laughs> That's, <what I> <laughs> That's the best answer ever. <laughs> and Max said he was uh, just a uh, Leaving college or getting into college? No, I turned I turned nineteen in May of two thousand. I was it was my I remember we went to see Gladiator the day it opened. It was the last week of freshman year. That's awesome. Um, yeah, my my birthday's were, May were 4th, movies so still, always the movies, first week of May. Were movies is my still big movie. black and white? That, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I know that that's that a that's a fair question. <laughs> This actually um, was the first year I ever went to see a movie in theaters. Don't remember it, but... Uh, <laughs> you went Grinch? to see American Psycho, right? <laughs> no. What? Uh, we won't even talk about I that. Like... So I will say this. Okay, so real quick, I, I saw this one little tidbit. I'm going to try to do this each and every week, okay? So one of my favorite films of the year, 2000, um, which we're going to do the 2001 Oscars, 2000 films, was Remember the Titans, Okay. 
this cast is loaded with insane talent, right? So you obviously had Denzel, you had Will Patton, Wood Harris, Ryan Hurst, Ethan Supley, Hayden Pantera, Kate Bosworth, and Ryan Gosling all in the same film. Like a lot of those were super young in that film, but still, that is an insane amount of talent in one film um, back before, you know, Denzel was obviously Denzel, but uh, Jacob didn't like Remember the Titans, so we can scorcher him for that later on. But um, yeah, seriously. Okay, I, I, I'd, see, I'd rather you say Hannah. I'd rather Hannah say, I haven't seen it than listen to Jacob bashing because it's a great film. <laughs> Matt, your th- thoughts on Remember the Titans? I like to remember the Titans, uh, but there was another football movie that was released that year that I like better. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I, don't don't spoil it yet. Don't spoil we, it. Can we're we talk, talk about, about that how, film a lot. We're going to talk about that film a lot later, I promise. Can we talk about how Ryan Gosling was probably the biggest liability ever at cornerback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again. And then, of course, Trevor Lawrence was playing on the team as well, but that's a different <laughs> for a different day. Yeah. All right. So what I decided I'm going to do is I am going to let Matthew, I'm going to let him, since it's his first time on the show, I'm going to let him pick Best Supporting Actress is where we're going to kick it off. So you can decide where you're going to pick in the Best Supporting Actress, and then we're going to go back from age. So what do you got, Matt? So I pick my my one favorite. No, 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 no. Pick the slot you want to pick out of in Best Supporting Actress. Oh. Now remember, you won't get the pick again first at all. I will pick third. Third. Okay, perfect. Smart. So Fox is third. All right. So Hannah, you're going to kick us off first for supporting actress now. Okay. I, I, I okay. I feel like the the year 2000 is kind of like a blind spot for me with, for movies. Uh, so I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I'm okay. You and Jacob both. Oh, so it's all right. <laughs> all right. You and Jacob both. Uh, right. So. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, and I feel like I may sound stupid because she's a huge actress. Um, Ellen Burstyn for um, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, she's my pick for supporting actress. That's a fantastic film. Somebody else is going to talk about that film later, I'm sure. All right, so wait, real quick. Sorry, I meant to do this part. This this is just, you know, fire the host here. All right, so these were the actual nominees in this category. Um, Judy Dench for Chocolat. Frances McDormand for Almost Famous, Kate Hudson for Almost Famous, Julia Waters for Billy Elliot, and then Marsha Gay Harden won for Pollock. So sorry about that. Okay. Pollock. Jackson Pollock. That, that too. Um, <laughs> all right, Jacob, you're next. Uh, I have to go uh, Kate Hudson for Almost Famous. I love her so much. I rewatched the movie like three days ago, and I just loved her even more. I don't know how her career just started at such a high point and has like dwindled down over the years but i love i love her so much i have to give uh kate hudson all right mr fox you picked your slot so give us your supporting actress i'm gonna go with uh juliette lewis and way of the gun all right juliette lewis way of the gun all right kenzie okay I was going to steal one from probably Ricky, but I'm going to not do that. Oh, I'm going to go with uh, Chloe Sevigny in American Psycho. I like I, that. Oh, I love that movie so much. Okay, so I really, 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 really went back and forth on this. So this is going to be more of a, a biased pick 
I didn't think that this film came out in 2000 until I found out that it did. And I'm actually going to go Angelina Jolie and Gone in 60 Seconds. Um, I love that film. Okay, unbashedly love that film a whole lot. Okay, but Angelina Jolie was a rock star in that film. Kenzie, you've seen it. Anybody else? Matt, you've seen it, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Any? Jacob? No? Didn't think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hannah? No? It's a Nicholas Cage. This is it's back really when Nicholas Cage was good, guys. I promise. It's really a good film. Nicholas Cage yeah. used to be good once upon a time, guys. Um, what did you say you're not going to go that far yeah i'm not gonna go do we need to go over nicholas cage's biography or biography yeah i guarantee you if you don't think nicholas cage is good then obviously you haven't seen mandy because he is he's so good in mandy so good yes i love mandy um okay so yes that was not the pick that i was going to uh kenzie give a spoiler alert of the film that we were both talking about that we were going to say okay it's how the grinch stole christmas she stole the Grinch's heart. She fell in love with the Grinch. She had sexual chemistry with the Grinch. Cheers to that. Okay. Love that. So the new twist that we're going to do, guys, and how we're going to pick a winner. Last week we did it, where or two weeks ago we did it, where the last person picked. So instead of doing that, we're all going to vote for somebody in this category, but we cannot pick the person that we picked in hopes that there won't be a five-way tie at the end of this. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, Jacob, kick us off. Who are you voting for? Uh, can you, I'm sorry. Can you tell me the nominees one more time? Oh God. Uh, let's see. Hang on. Hold on. I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, Hannah, who was yours again? From Requin from the dream, right? Uh, Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yours was obviously Juliet Dreyfus. Uh, Way of a Gun, and then Chloe from American Psycho, and then Angelina Jolie for Gone in 60 Seconds. Well, uh, I guess because American Psycho is the only movie of this group that I've seen, I'll have to go with Chloe Savigny from American Psycho. All right. Hannah. <laughs> I'll go with Chloe, too. Well, looks like she's going to win. No. Uh, Kenzie. Uh, Kate Hudson. Matthew yes. Hart. I'm going to go yes. with Kate Hudson as well. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> this is awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kate Hudson should have won. Time out. Time out. Jacob picked Kate Hudson, so I'm going to go with Chloe because Jacob picked Kate Hudson. <laughs> so American Psycho gets its first win, which it should have had many this night, but we'll talk about that later. So, Ricky, you had no reaction to me saying that I watched American Psycho for this pod? Did you? Yes, that's why now. I just said I did. I was trying to. We were, I just, me and me and Kenzie were trying to hold it back for like days. That's all right. I'm surprised you actually did something for the pod this week. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm kidding. But did all you right. watch the unrated version? No, I watched whatever movie I could pull up on my laptop. Whoa! Let's not. Talk you must have got the R version then. Yeah. <laughs> I do like it. Uh, all right, so moving on to supporting actor. Um, let's see here, Jacob, you're going to kick us off here because that's how the world goes. All right, but the category was Joaquin Phoenix for Gladiator, uh, Mr. Beautiful William Defoe for Shadow of a Vampire, Albert Finney for Aaron Brockovich, Jeff Bridges for The Contender, and Benicio Del Toro for Traffic. Um, and Benicio did win exactly. Jacob, uh, give us your nominee. Uh, Kenzie's gonna be happy with me, um, 
for the second time, I'm going Almost Famous, and I'm going to do Billy Crudup from Almost Famous. Um, but I can't say any more about the movie. I might have it again uh, coming up some more times, but I love him so much. Mr. Matthew Fox? I am going to go with Brad Pitt from Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I mean, he. it was hard to understand his dialogue, but it was so incredible. One of the most underrated parts of one of Guy Ritchie's best movies. All right, so that would make Kenzie next. I was going to also say Brad Pitt. I'm going to go with um, Sam Rockwell in Charlie's Angels. Love it. <laughs> I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> I love that pick so much. All right. Uh, oh, it's my pick. Shit. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Damn. Nobody picked any of my people. So now, like, I've got, I literally have five for supporting actor. I had six if for supporting actor. The one that I have, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I'm going to, I like this one a whole lot. I was going to go this one. I, I'm going to say who I almost went. I almost went Bruce Willis for a whole nine yards, um, but I'm going to go Robert De Niro from Beat the Parents. If it makes you feel better, oh, I almost did Amanda Peet in the last category for the whole nine oh, yards God, because she's batshit crazy in that, that, and it's so great. So, yeah, Robert De Niro, Meet the Parents. I love that pick, by the way, guys. Thanks for that one. <laughs> Hannah. I didn't pick yours because you didn't have the initial reaction that I thought would if I picked <laughs> yours. Yeah, no. I, okay. I'm going to go with Ian McKellen in X-Men. I think he's the best oh. part of that movie, and I r still really love that movie. And I think uh, that he is just great in all of the X-Men movies. I cannot disagree with that at all. John Turturro gets snubbed again. <laughs> well, why didn't you pick him then, okay? No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> okay. All right, so let's go. We had Billy Crudup for Almost Famous, Brad Pitt for Snatch, Sam Rockwell for Charlie's Angels, Robert De Niro, Meet the Parents, and Ian McKellen for X-Men. Hannah, who do you pick? Sam Rockwell. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Jacob. Uh, Ian McKellen. Just like I might next week. Matthew Fox. I'm going to go with Ian McKellen as well. Kenzie. Yeah. I have to say the only beautiful man nominated, uh, Billy. <laughs> So the only the, I'm stuck in a rock and hard place here. Okay, obviously I can't pick up pick De Niro. So I have Brad Pitt, I have Billy Crudup. But if I pick either Crudup or Rockwell, then we have a tie. Okay, so I'm gonna go Sam Rockwell for Charlie's Angels. Okay, so Rockwell had a pick from me and yeah. Anna, right? Yeah. And then McKellen, what I had one for Jacob and Fox. All right, so we got to determine how we're going to determine the tie here, guys. We gotta think Just revote, revote between those two. Okay. Huh? What's, what did Kenzie say? Give it to Willem Dafoe. <laughs> hey, hey, Sam, Sam Rockwell can have it because Ian McKellen's going to win it next week. So that's probably that. not. That's, if that's for Lord of the Rings, it's probably not going to win. So, all right, so um, revote between Rockwell and. McKellen, Hannah, Kenzie can't vote, so that gives three votes. Matthew Fox. I'll go with Ian McKellen again. Jacob? Uh, Ian McKellen again. All right, well, I guess we know who won. <laughs> so, 
still mad. I really wanted to put on our website, you know, Oscar winner Sam Rockwell for Charlie's Angels. You know, we really <laughs> dropped the ball here, guys. Okay. All right. Let's see here. We're gonna move to actor. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. We all know who won. I mean, all right. Let's see here. All right. Uh, we had Tom Hanks for Castaway. We had Ed Harris for Pollock. Uh, we had Javier Bardem for Bruno Before Night Falls, Jeffrey Rush for Quells, and then of course we had our winner Russell Crowe for Gladiator. Um, and first up is Matthew Fox. I'm gonna go with Christian Bale from American Psycho. Such a good pick, God. Okay, I'm gonna pause the podcast for just a second. Why was this man not nominated in this category? Can somebody on the show please explain this to me? Yes, it's because it was an NC-17 movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it got released at NC-17. I remember having to give my driver's license to get in, and those kind of movies that release at that NC-17 level get a little bit of shade thrown their way. Oh, of course they do. I mean, that, that's because the Academy doesn't know, understand, like, you know, good well, film. This is a good film. So. That's this was why 20 Michael years ago. wasn't nominated for shame. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Well, Very true. I mean, you're talking about 20 years ago, so it was even more pronounced. Yeah, but it's pathetic that it even fly, like, what, what shame was like, what, five years? Five early years? early the 2010s, like well, 11 yeah. and 12. No, it's 2011, 2011, 2011. Look at the movies they were banging the drum on in the, the Academy Awards. None of us is going to take anything from The Contender. I don't think people two years later remember The Contender was released. Its IMDb score is like 5.7. <laughs> and it it dominated. You know, there was such a disconnect for a lot of years, especially in the late 90s and early 2000s, between what people wanted to see and what they thought was incredible. That movie, Quills, was basically Jeffrey Rush and Kate Winslet having weird... Marquis de Sade sex writings. I mean, nobody's wanted to go back and revisit that, and that got a ton of nominations, too. Uh, yeah. It's like Uncut Gems. All right, so um, let's see here. Kenzie, what do we got here? Oh, actors, right? Or actor. 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 Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go John Cusack in High Fidelity. I just rewatched it when the show version came out. He's so good in it. I like that. All right, so my pick. This is a slam dunk for me, okay? I had very many choices here. Um, came really close to giving this to Keanu Reeves for the replacements, which Matthew Fox was talking about earlier, um, which was a phenomenal and hilarious film. Um, for me, this is easy. This is Jim Carrey and the Grinch. Um, hands down. Not even close. Like... I'm sorry. Look, I, wh however you feel about that movie, which I, I personally loved, The Grinch. I thought it was a great film. His performance was amazing in that film. It was amazing in that film. That film is nothing without Jim Carrey. His characteristics, his talking, his mannerisms, everything about that film was Jim Carrey. And I understand why it didn't get any love because of the style, you know, because of the performance. We've talked about that on this, you know, the show before. Um, but it's easily Jim Carrey for The Grinch, and Hannah, you are up. Speaking of Jim Carrey and The Grinch, I was rewatching um, it in it Chapter Two the other day, and I started to realize like how much of Bill Skarsgård in the movie is kind of like Grinch esque. Like that whole scene at the end of the first It movie when like uh, Georgie just like died, 
and then like Pennywise is like sprouting from him. I'm like, that's so cringe. Like him just like coming up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jared Leto for Requiem for a Dream. A hundred percent. And Jacob. Um, do you have any slots well, left? Do you have you seen any other films from the year that you can yeah, pick from? I've got a few. <laughs> you need some help. Um, do you need? I feel like help? Patrick Fugit's about to come to us. <laughs> no, he's actually my least favorite part of the uh, a part of that movie. What? Um, but I'm actually going to go Bruce Willis from Unbreakable. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite M Night movies, um, and uh, he's just great. Plus, I'm kind of getting thin on this. Every time I think about that, I think about Split and how James McAvoy should have been nominated for that film. I know that's it's just part of that trilogy there, you know. And God, he was so good in that movie. I watched I Unbreakable. Just think about how bad Bruce Willis was in Glass. Oh God, <laughs> Glass was terrible. God, he, he, no, I, I listen. I liked Glass, but Bruce Willis was so bad in it. He did not give a single shit, like at all. <laughs> Glass is the ultimate, like, you can die in an inch of water movie because that's how he, he just died in a, a what, a puddle? <laughs> All right. Bruce Willis was a good day to die hard level invested in Glass. <laughs> <laughs> I love all his movies for no reason at all. All yeah, right, the so. The fifth one when he's in Russia is an abomination. <laughs> Matthew Fox, you got the pick here. What do you got? Cusack, so, Carrie, Leto, Willis. I mean, we've got, look, let's I'm not gonna go with Jared we've Leto. Got a, we've got a star-studded uh, category here. You know what I mean? We got Bale, Cusack, Carrie, Leto, Willis. You said you're gonna go Jared Leto. Leto. All right. Uh, Kenzie. Christian Bale. Wait, not a Christian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bale as well. Uh, Hannah. Can you save them again? Uh, we got John Cusack, Christian Bale, Jim Carrey, and Bruce Willis. Mm, I'll go Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jacob. I'm going to make this very difficult on everyone because I'm going Jim Carrey. I had my mindset <laughs> before. <laughs> of course, of course you I, had, I had my mindset <laughs> that I was going to go Jim Carrey before it started. And so. Okay. All right. So Hannah, Jacob, Kenzie. Um, let's see here. Let's spice it up a little bit. Uh, Kenzie, who do you got? Carrie or Bale? Bale. Hannah? What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought that was like the deciding one. No, 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 no. Bale or Carrie? Jim Carrey. Jacob? He's finally done it. He's won an Oscar. <laughs> Jim Carrey is an Oscar yes. winner. Wow. It only took us to do it. Oh, For the man. film that he probably shouldn't have won it for, but it's all right, guys. <laughs> I digress. When we, when we get to 2020, I'll vote Jim Carrey for supporting actor in Sonic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Same. He was so good in it. All right. Let's go. All right. Actress is up. Hang on. I got to go back a page to see who's... Oh. Kenzie's first this time. Hang on, don't go yet though, because I've got to read off who actually won this category. All right, let's see. Actress 2000. All right, oh yeah, duh. Uh, Elliot Burstein for Requiem for a Dream. Joan Allen for The Contender. Juliet Binoch for Chocolate. Lauren Linney for You Can Count on Me. And then, of course, our winner, Miss Julia Roberts for her 
amazing performance in Aaron Brockovich. Um, so. Side note, does everyone think of I Love You Man when we say chocolate? Chocolate, yes. <laughs> I do. Um, All right. Give I'm us a good about, one. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, that's what I was thinking about because I have like seven people that are okay and then a really good one. I'm just gonna go with, um, I don't know their last name, Piper Parabo. No! No! No, you took my pick! She's so good. It's so funny. I love Coyote Ugly so much. So good. Such a phenomenal <laughs> film. But do you I own the soundtrack on CD? Yeah. Leanne Rhymes? Are you kidding? Yeah. Leanne. God, I love, I love Coyote Ugly so much. I literally, that was literally, I had two people. And she was my number one, hands down, not even close. I was going to pick her. But now, obviously, since it's my pick, I've got to go somewhere else. Uh, I'm going to go Sandra Bullock for Miss Congeniality. I love that film. I love her in that film. I think it's a great performance. Um, Hannah, you're next. Am I dumb? Did you say that Ellen was nominated for leading actress? She yeah, was, she yes. was a lead actress of most of the movies about her. <laughs> you can just say her again. Am I remembering like Requiem for a Dream correctly? I think the screen time is pretty like all over the place, so I could see where you get supporting, but they like hardcore pushed her in lead because the movie wasn't anything, anything else. I'm so okay. I feel so stupid. I don't I'm even have a pick now. <laughs> I was gonna do Jennifer Connelly because I must not be remembering Requiem for a Dream correctly if she was the lead. I, uh, uh, I skip me. You can you can get to make your own rules on this competition though. Yeah, this this is our podcast. So if you want to say her again, I'm 100 okay with it. You know what I mean? Like this is. Not uh, I guess I'll say her again instead of Jennifer Connelly. So. Oh, or let's I'll, I'll switch. Uh, sure. <laughs> I need a rewatch second for a dream, obviously. So, who did you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Four. Requiem for a dream. Oh, Requiem for a dream. All right. Uh, Jacob, you're next. Um. Well, <laughs> I'm. I, I think this could be a very out there pick, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it for for the uh, the group of people that need it, and I'm gonna go Eartha Kit. For the Emperor's New Groove, who voiced Yzma. <laughs> so, I'm looking through every movie that I saw. Oh and none God. of them had a leading actress. My other pick was going to be Anna Faris, but I liked Emperor's New Groove better. Wait, and Anna Faris for Scary Movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so... And so... Those that would have been a much better movie. pick. That would have been a much better pick, only because I'd have just. You can make it. You can make it her if you want. No, I'm. No. I'm actually like. I'm looking at my list, and I had, had, did not see one movie. I don't even that had a female lead in it. You haven't seen Aaron Brockovich? No, not yet. I tried to watch it last oh. night, but it's not on any services. So Aaron Brockovich is such a phenomenal film. Yeah. Oh, I stole that from Blockbuster. I watched it so much. 
<laughs> Mr. Matthew Fox. Well, I feel bad that none of us are going to pick Julia Roberts because she was really good. But <laughs> I... Rockovich is so good, no one picks her. <laughs> well, hey, we're, this is we're all going, about who didn't we're going with the right? emotional, and I have to go with the movie that I probably saw 150 times when I was in college. Kristen Dunst for Bring It On. Oh, yes. This is phenomenal. That's See, so now I'm really mad you didn't go Anna Faris for Scary Movie because, like, this would have been, like, the killer. killer. You could have it. This would have been an down. MTV <laughs> Movie Awards if you would have done it. Hey, hey, that's, that's good cool. with me. I might have another animated movie later, so that's that's good with me. Just go All for right, it. We're gonna go. We're gonna go Anna Faris. But Anna Faris for what Scary other, Movie. What other like big animated movie came out in 2000? Uh, I don't know. I can only think of like The Little Mermaid too. <laughs> um, I can tell you one best there, Oh no, didn't. Um, there were. I've got th- four on my list of what I've five on my list of what I've seen. Let's see here. A little oh, member yeah. two. Uh, Chicken Run. Chicken Run okay. didn't come out. Huh? Chicken Run came Chicken. out in two thousand. I forgot. This was pre. Uh, they didn't even have an animated films category at the Academy mm-hmm. Awards in two thousand one. Chicken Run came out. Dinosaur came out. I don't know if you've seen that. I don't know who that is. All right. Sorry. Let's back. Let's go back on track. All right. Let's pick us a winner while we're at it. Um, okay. So let's see. Mr. Fox, go first. Who do you got? Can't pick Dunce. Can you read the... Piper Parablo oh. for Coyote Ugly. Oh, Sandra that, Bullock. That's good. Huh? I'm voting for Piper Parablo. <laughs> yes. Coyote Ugly. Uh, Jacob, pick. Uh, well, I, I need them. I'm stupid. I need the I need the Anna Ferris, Kristen Dunst, Jennifer Connelly, Sandra Bullock, and uh, Piper Parabo. But he picked Anna Ferris, so you better not vote. Oh yeah, don't pick Anna Ferris. Um I like Jennifer Connelly as a person, so I'm gonna go with her. (laughs) 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 Hannah, who do you pick? Jesus Christ. Um I'll go Anna Ferris because it made me laugh. (laughs) <laughs> when I release this article this week, everybody's gonna be like, uh, was everybody on drugs versus <laughs> is wrong with them? Yeah. <laughs> Have All they right. seen movies in the 2000s? <laughs> exactly. We got Aaron, we got Julia Roberts and Aaron Brockovich, and we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about Anna Ferris and scary movie right now. We're gonna award her the Oscar here, baby. Let's go. Oh my god. I think Matthew Fox is right. This is the MTV movie award. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kenzie. Oh man, I want to pick Jennifer Connelly, but I want Anna Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, Jennifer Connelly has a real Oscar, right? So I'll, I'll just go Anna Ferris. <laughs> Look, I'm she deserves gonna... it after being married to Chris Pratt for so long. Oh, real. There we go. Look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I would preferably pick Piper Perpo, but this, <laughs> this 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 show is not on brand right now. I'm going Anna Ferris for a Scary Movie. So yeah. our 2001 Best Actress in a Film goes to Anna Ferris oh for Scary God. Movie. And she did launch she a successful franchise. She did. Uh, yes. Yes. There's like five or six of them, right? There, there are five, but the fifth one sucks. They all suck. But I saw the fifth one in, in a good way. <laughs> the, the third one is unironically great. 
Is that the one with Charlie Sheen? That's like yes, <laughs> yes, and uh, it brings signs into it, and oh. they've got the scene where she's uh, up against the tree, and they're like, like this, and they like are taking apart like hamburgers and stuff. Oh man, Love which one movie. has Saw in it? Is that the second? I think that's the second one. Second one. Yeah, that one's I, funny. <laughs> that's the second one. Yeah, the first one was Scream. I know that. And Man, then the third, yeah, the third was, was Signs, good. and I don't know the fourth. That was such a good I laugh. I believe there is a fourth one. You said there's a fifth one. Yeah, there's a fifth, and it's got like uh, I think Hillary Duff's in it. Oh, um, what's, what's the one with Ashley Tisdale? That's it's Ashley Tisdale. I mixed them up. Okay. Ashley Tisdale is in Scream Four and a Scream Five. Or a scary movie five. But she's the black that's like the black swan one, right? Uh Lindsay Lohan's in it, Charlie Sheen, Molly Shannon. Man, we've got a loaded talent here, guys. Lindsay Lohan. Harry Cruz, Snoop Dogg, Cat Williams. This is Jerry this O'Connell. Is the year, this is the year that Marlon Wayne's that the Wayne's brothers left to do a haunted house instead of doing um scary movie. Oh, I feel God. really bad. He was on my supporting actor list, and I went with yeah. him on Charlie's Angels. <laughs> oh, man. This this show just completely went left when it um, – and that's fantastic. Ann Ferris, our best actress. We have Jim Carrey, okay? We've got <laughs> Anna Ferris. Like, this is – I mean, this is on brand, guys. I mean – we had you know. a supporting actress in leading. <laughs> <laughs> we had Ian McKellen for win for X Men, so we have a com another comic book movie win here, guys. We are that's a we like blockbusters, obviously. E exactly. <laughs> we're the next we're category, the, next we're the people that uh, Scorsese hates. Exactly. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Don't get hands I said that for Don't put us mad at me today. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I'm going to be 100% honest, and this is not going to make anybody happy, but I thoroughly enjoyed the almost three hours of, of Endgame a hell of a lot more than I did The Irishman last year. That film was fucking cinema. I don't care what anybody says. Let's calm our tits a little bit, all right, guys? I, I liked it about the same. <laughs> if you see The Irishman in, uh, like, bleacher seating for three hours, you tell me if you'd like it afterwards or not. My it God. was Lawn chairs. They, they the dragged them in. It was you, the worst theater. So did we. We saw, yeah, we saw in like those old fashioned, like barely, like cushion, no cushion, like no like, cushion, no cushion, wooden on the side. He brought a backpack and it was full of snacks and like sandwiches, and he was just like opening them throughout the movie. And I was like, can I have one? He didn't give me one. What a dick. Oh, speaking of in-game, I wore my Thanos shirt today. Hey, there we Love go. Love that. Yeah. I, uh, I wore a black t-shirt today. So. Okay. All right, so now that we've completely gone off the rails. I should have worn my Lighthouse t-shirt despite Ricky. My, it's literally like, huh? I almost wore my the Lighthouse t-shirt. Like, really? really? Oh, my yeah. God. I, you got to correlate one, of, one, <laughs> one day. If you would have wore your lighthouse shirt, I probably would have kicked you off the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It wasn't that bad. I enjoyed Lighthouse more than I did Uncut Gems. So, all right, moving on to best director. Um, let's see here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so actually, I'm first for best director. Let's see where we can give best director to, baby. Let's go. Peyton um, <laughs> Reed. <laughs> for scary movie, best. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
Let's see here. Uh, for best director, this was an easy one for me. I had to go kind of serious. Mary Heron for American Psycho. Um, the crazy thing about it was, like, I looked at her filmography after this, and it's kind of uneventful, and it's kind of crazy. Like, it really is just very uneventful. Um, but I, American Psycho is one of my favorite films of that year, easily hands down. And another one of those, like, the film just did not get enough credit, and we here at the Music City Drive-In are going to give it all the credit because I think we've given it like four nominations now. So we've all seen it. Huh? We didn't give Christian Bale actor. I mean, we at least gave him the nomination though. Right. Telling that American Psycho is directed by a woman is one of my favorite things to do (laughs) on film Twitter. It's so much fun. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Screenshot IMDb. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Imagine if a woman directed Joker. Oh my God. That would I would have a fuck I would have had a heyday last year. It would have been so much fun. Get the same movie, but it's just directed by a woman. Oh my god. No, because then all of the men that liked it wouldn't have liked it then. <laughs> that would solve the problem. Exactly. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Only old Academy voters when you voted for it then. Yeah, it would have got like two nominations. I would. I love the Joker. Adam so Driver would have won. Oh yeah, I forgot. Ricky likes Joker. What? <laughs> I love the Joker. Because <laughs> he said what? <laughs> I love Joker. Some of my favorite films from last year. All right, so Hannah, um, you're next director. Uh, Darren Aronofsky for American yeah. Virgin. <laughs> Perfect, Jacob. Um, I'm going Cameron Crowe for Almost Famous. It shouldn't be fair what he did. Because the movie's about him, and uh, it's just it's good enough. I just don't I don't think it's fair that you can be 16, get the cover of Rolling Stone, and then make a movie where you win an Oscar about when you were 16 and got the cover of Rolling Stone. Doesn't seem fair to me, but it was very good. Yeah, I completely went off the rails and forgot to announce that uh, Steven Soderbergh won for Traffic. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, my bad. Also, I just noted, realized today that he was nominated twice for one year. That just blows my mind. And was it nominated one for this year? One of those was deserved. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, Matthew Fox. Stan so. Steven Soderbergh in this household. Me too. Yes. Yes. Cheers. Yes, we do. I like Soderbergh. Cheers. I just don't know that I would have nominated him twice in real life. Uh. I am going with the Coen Brothers for Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Yes, thank you. I was hoping someone would get would it's, get my back. It's on that one, one of their most underrated films. It, it was kind of an afterthought in the actual awards that year. Yes, I agree. The, that screenplay might be—I wouldn't say one of their best, but it's their upper tier. Kenzie, um, since Aronofsky was taken from me, I'm going to go with Sofia Coppola for The Virgin Suicide. Yes! Yes. You hear that, Academy? You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? Two. Oh my gosh, two women. We don't have just one. We have we love two that. female directors in our category right now, okay? <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right. So, Kenzie, you can be first pick. I'm going to vote for my man, Darren Aronofsky. Uh, Mr. Fox. I'm going to vote for Aronofsky, too. 
might be a clean sweep here. Uh, Jacob. I'm going Tone Brothers for O Brother. I want that clean sleep. <laughs> he hasn't seen, seen that one. Game. I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got two votes, one vote. Uh, Hannah. I'll go Sophia Coppola. Damn, you went the complete opposite way where I thought you were going to go. Um, <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? I'm going to go Sophia Coppola, too, just because I want there to be a tie. Um... I don't know. I just was hoping you were going to go American side. I, I was hoping to go, I was going to at least have a tie here. So, um, all right. So, wait a minute. That was Hannah's pick and Kenzie's pick. So, Jacob, hmm. Aronofsky or Coppola? Ah, oh, God. That's a, dude, a perfect person to guess because I haven't seen either of them. Um, I'm going to go with Sofia Coppola because she's great and I love her. You so were. I swear to you, if you were gonna pick Aronofsky, I was gonna call you like a sexist or something, and like this is canceled. So, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Mr. Fox, I'm gonna go with the Aronofsky. I'm gonna go Coppola as well. Okay, okay. look at there. Because Aronofsky and Coppola are like my two favorite directors. I wouldn't have been able to decide. Hey. That's what I'm here for, to split the votes around here to make, you know, make a change in the world here. All right, so Hannah, you are first to pick for best picture of, oh, wait, hold on, don't pick yet, forgot. Worst co I'm on the worst host ever. All right, 2000, we had Chocolat, we had Aaron Brockovich, Traffic, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which nobody has given any love to, and Gladiator. So, obviously, Gladiator won for some reason. I, I'll be honest with you guys. Like, the best film out of these five is, in my opinion, Darren Brockovich, probably. Um, traffic's pretty solid. But out of all these five, like, it's a – So, the other idea that I have every year, let's just say uh, 2000, whatever year it was. Was it nine? Nine, yeah. Where we had multiple films. What I'm going to do every year that when we get higher and higher, when there's nine nominees, we're going to do nine replicating nominees. Whether if it's five of us, we're going to, you know, someone will have two nominees. But every year, if it only has five, we're going to give five. That's what we're going to do. And however many were actually nominated is how many we're going to do as well. So obviously back in 2000, they were still only doing the whopping five. And Hannah, you are first up for best. I want to I wanna stay on brand to, like, what we've been doing and go with, like, something, like, not, like, not my actual pick. Uh, yep. but I'll That's say, exactly what I'm I'll doing, say, too, so don't worry. I got you. You will not be the only one. No, yeah. I'll, I'll say X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. We stand, we stand comic book movies, blockbusters, and women on the Music City Drive-In <laughs> yes. Oscar shows. Okay, guys? Okay. Okay. All right, so Jacob, you were next. So uh, I was going to go almost famous, but I want to stay on brand with everyone else. And I'm going to go with the movie. If anyone can guess it, um, that'd be great. Mark Hamill starred in it. Does anyone know what it was? Look, see, I've seen movies other people haven't seen. It's uh, Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. I mean, what? Yep. Oh, yep. Jesus Christ. Just wait till, <laughs> wait till next year when the Masterpiece Cyber Chase just takes over my picks. These are the kind of picks that are why Ricky 
makes not so subtle jokes about finding a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, Matthew Fox, are you looking for a new gig? <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> hey, I almost get booted off of my own show all the time when I say something nice about other teams in the AFC North that aren't the Browns. It's because the Browns suck. It's okay. I'll come on the podcast and tell uh, Mr. Fox how, or uh, Mr. Bruning how much. It's kind of tough stuff. when he's got like the Browns banner and <laughs> I the, know. the fat head of Baker Mayfield behind him. Yeah, we won't talk about how much the Broncos suck. But all right, come on, Matt. Which or wait, Matt, no, yeah, Mr. Yep. Fox, you're next, brother. Mine is uh, Way of the Gun. That's was my favorite movie from that year. It has uh, one of the best shootout scenes. It's written by Christopher McQuarrie, who did Usual Suspects, uh, and he actually directed it. Um, mostly, uh, Ryan Phillippe and Benicio del Toro pull off this horrific kidnapping. Um, but the opening sequence. Uh, if you just only watch the first two or three minutes, it will be worth your time. I we talked about this. We I had not seen um, this film. I don't think so. I look forward to watching it now. Um, Mr. Ryan Phillippe was in it. I liked him back in the day. And it's a heist movie. So Ryan Phillippe and Benicio del Toro are kind of uh, low life guys that bounce around. Like the opening is them outside of a club. And Sarah Silverman is this kind of loudmouth lady in line that says something to him, and essentially uh, Del Toro knocks her out, um, which is incredible. But then they decide that when they're trying to figure out how to do low-level crime, they find out about this girl who's pregnant, which is Juliette Lewis, uh, who's having a surrogate for somebody they don't realize is in the mob. And they kidnap her try to try to ransom her back. James Caan is in it. Tate Diggs is in it. Nikki Kate is in it. Um, I'm probably forgetting some people. It, but it culminates in this incredible shootout in Mexico. I feel like Matthew Fox could just talk me to sleep. Like, that's not a bad thing. Like, I just feel like he has this monotone voice. I'm just like, read me the dictionary, please. I'm just going to wander off and go to take a nap right now. Two or three times a week, you can just put us on for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the way of the gun and uh, Kenzie. So my real pick is not eligible. Life size. It's the Tyra Banks turns into like is a doll. You can go for it. I went for <laughs> I went Scooby Doo's in there. Life size. <laughs> definitely <laughs> <up the school. laughs> But I'll really. I'm really going to do my real pick, um, Rec Room for a Dream. It's too good. Yay, that was my pick. <laughs> my real pick. Kenzie, Kenzie's going to seem like the smartest one on the podcast. All right. So for me, we talk about all the time about how Best Picture is something that has a story, that has meaning, that has power, that is moving. Um, and it's something that you know, tells us, you know, tells a good story. Obviously, <sighs> the film that I'm going to mention is not going to make Jacob very happy. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. But one of the up. best films of 2000 oh. um, is hands down Remember the Titans. Oh. Um, it tells a phenomenal story. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not picking that. Um, no, for me, I'm going to pick Perfect Storm. Um, I love Perfect Storm. I love that film a whole lot, and I'm my my pick would probably be Remember the Titans. 
but I'm going to go Perfect Storm because I want to go off brand here. Um, if you've never seen Perfect Storm, see Perfect Storm because it's awesome. And George Clooney is awesome. He should have been my best actor. But uh, I'm going to go Perfect Storm just because. So now we're going to go back and pick our best picture. If Scooby Doo doesn't win, I don't really know what this <laughs> podcast is. I really don't know what this podcast is anymore. So uh, I pick first. I'm going to pick What Cream for a Dream only because I want. Um, yeah, that's probably the best film of these five. Uh, Kenzie, you get to pick now. Um, so this X Men, Way the of the Gun, that I've uh, perfect from this Requiem for a Dream. What you can't pick Requiem for a Dream. I know. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Scooby Doo. Yeah! <laughs> it's a movement! Christ. You guys are gonna get me to do Scooby Doo next week again. Um, I'll go with uh, Perfect Storm. Okay. Shit. Jacob. Well, I'm gonna go X Men, so it's all on. <laughs> it's all, all on Hannah now. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, whatever you pick wins. What kind of person do you want to be? <laughs> Listen, I, was, I, I, I already knew my pick before somebody else said it. Uh, and I think that it should be this pick because it's very on brand to this whole uh, podcast. I was going to pick Scooby-Doo, like, regardless. So. <laughs> my pick is Scooby-Doo. I, wish, I, I, I meant to bring up my life-size Scooby-Doo that I have at my parents' house. <laughs> and I wish I had it now, but I will get it for next week. And I will sit with it the entire time. <laughs> oh, my God. oh man! The second best Scooby Doo movie, Scoob was awful. So we got we have to reconcile it. We have cursed picks this week. This is just. Um, I'd like to thank you so much for listening to the last Music City podcast <laughs> ever. Because I was going to produce these each and every week as like an article. Um, Jacob, you can post this week's article under your name. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, for a guy who has seen probably the least movies of this year, I got two um, wins. Um, I don't even really know what to say right now. Um, oh my god! I have not believe that we did not give almost famous a best picture nominee. <laughs> <laughs> I know that hurt. That hurt so much. I mean, come on, we're coming for people that gave Nobody Anna Faris. Jacob could have picked it, but he didn't see yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I need to find this. Oh, man. I just, I, I really just don't even know what to say anymore. Like, this show is over at some point. I, It was probably over way before it began. Next week, we're going to do the 2002 Oscars. Um, we actually had great films that year, but I can promise you none of them will get picked. Um, um, I just, I, I'm at a lot, what I forgot what I was going to say. I don't even, re we just gave Scooby-Doo best picture of 2000. Now I regret not, uh, not we gotta, we gotta like games. vow to make the entire 2000s just a mess. All oh. <laughs> no, oh, we're God, the yeah. entirety of the 2000s. I'm already <laughs> campaigning for Britney Spears best actress for Crossroads. That, that, that's a, <laughs> That's an Oscar winner. He's driving my car. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm Ferris, so happy. Jim Carrey and Scooby Doo. Welcome to I mean, 2000. So we've got 2002 films right now. 2000, 2000, yeah, 2001 film. Sorry, 
let's see here. Let's let's see what we can. Let's. I'm just gonna Google what won the Razzies of 2001. Battlefield Earth. Guys, wait, wait, wait. Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase came out in 2001, and that's better than Alien Invaders. So we might need to think long and hard here. I have to say, this might not have been the MTV Movie Awards. It might have been the Nickelodeon Movie Awards. <laughs> well, I mean, we did get Scooby Doo. We need slime. We need slime coming down from somewhere. Well, next week, we guys, we do have not another team movie. Um, that's oh definitely God. going to be on the list. Oh yeah, Chris Evans. Um, Zoolander was two thousand one. What'd you say? Zoolander was two thousand one. Yeah. Oh wait, hey, Jake Gyllenhaal's first nomination, Bubble Boy. I love uh, Bubble Boy. We have uh, we actually have uh, Holly Berry's uh, tits are going to be nominated next week. I asked in the group <laughs> chat if that was going to be okay, but apparently it's not. So, um, oh, apparently Kenzie said Swordfish was a bad movie as well, which really hurt my heart. But um, I didn't say that. I thought you said it was a bad movie. No, it's a good movie. It's oh, like okay. Oh God! All right, folks. No, seriously. Next week, the best picture is going to be uh, the 2001 film How High. Uh, Mike Epps, Method Man, Red Man. I've got it locked down already next week. All right, folks. <laughs> Before I completely go off the rails, and I don't really know what happens, we get thrown off of every podcast network that's potentially here. Um, oh my God! Shrek, best picture next week. Yes. <laughs> Shrek, Monsters Inc., Atlantis, Monsters Inc., like oh, Spy, Spy Kids. My kids? Oh, God. Matthew Fox, thank you so much for coming so on the show. You're, you're going to probably never come back again, but uh, we welcome you to come back anytime you want to. Make sure to check out Matthew Fox over at the Fantasy Football Roundtable podcast. Where can we find you on Twitter, Mr. Matt? I am at Nighthawk K uh, with a K7734. That's a lot of numbers. What's up with the 7734? So, when I, I went to Christian College and um, so they had fun. We we were in Hart Hall. We were Hart Hall. So we were Hart even lower level. Um, we were our floor was called hell, uh, but you couldn't put that on a T-shirt. So in the old days, in a calculator, if you did seven seven three four, that's what it was. So yeah. I had so that's just a numerical code that I remember. It reminds me of college, which feels fitting to, um, feels fitting to this movie year. <laughs> the girls floor above us was heart even above very enlightened neanderthal so it was heaven above hell <laughs> it's interesting um that <laughs> i don't even know really what to say right now guys I'm i thought it was uh Z nighthawk k zero three seven seven three two were taken no, and, you know, going to Christian college and being named Matthew, um, I know you're not going to be shocked if you're familiar with, with scripture, but there was uh, approximately 73 other Matthews on my, also John was quite popular, so you had to come up with nicknames, and I don't remember how that one got assigned to me, but actually the year I was born, 1981, there's a Sylvester Stallone movie called Nighthawks, where he plays, where Billy D. Williams plays a character named Matthew Fox, so I thought that was funny. I like it. My I mom like it. says that's a coincidence, and she's never heard of it. But I feel like it came <laughs> out like five days before my actual birthday, so I feel like that that feels too too close to be coincidence. Hannah, where can we find you in the world? At Movies and Cats on Twitter, and also I'll be voting Joe Dirt for Best Picture. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joe Dirt. This one from Mysterious. That is Joe Dirt. 
This went from a serious Oscar show to a Razzie's show that each and every week now. It's going to be the goal. We're going to get somebody else on the show with the five oh of us like, in the near future, and we're going to be naming all these random movies, and they're going to be like, you said you said what was Best Picture of 2000? Yeah, you know, you, you know, you had a beautiful mind. We had Joe Dirt. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get someone like who actually like does this. Oh yeah, it's, it's, we need Matt back on the show, and then no, nobody tell him what we're doing. Oh my god, yes! Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> get Matt, yes, Matt would probably block us all on Twitter. Um, it's all right. <laughs> Kenzie, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at the new meal. Jacob, you have anything else you want to add to this? Since Scooby Doo won Best Picture, I'll let you have the floor. I am. I am. You can actually... accept it on behalf of Scooby if you want to. I am tweeting the picture out right now. <laughs> Great. Um, all right, picture is, picture has been tweeted. Uh, Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders actually has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, so you can't say it's a, it's a flop. Uh, the opening's great. The movie's great. Scooby-Doo's great. It's, I'm, I'm pleased to have seen probably the least amount of movies of the year and still have won Best Picture yeah. category, so... Sorry, I just got a yeah. I got a question from the Academy. Academy just asked me, did the film actually come out in theaters? Uh, it came out in our hearts. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, do us a favor, and uh, if you've made it this far, thank it you. Uh, thank you so much for making it this far. Follow Jacob on Twitter at tberry57. Give myself a follow at rickyflair underscore. Make sure to check out all the podcasts on the network, Fantasy Football Roundtable with Matt. Call me by your commentary with Hannah over there. Um, film optics with Christian and the host of other shows, 50 years of music, which I listened to about two or three episodes on the way down to Florida. Those guys are hilarious. Um, the private jets on its way guys. Um, and the blue M and M's Jacob's going to send you in the near future, but, uh, yeah, make sure to check out the music city and until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.